Tabloid is the collectively edited publication of mass culture and everyday life that came out of Stanford in the early 80s. The founders of this journal were part of the formation of cultural studies in the U.S., learning from theory as it came out of European universities, but responded more specifically to what Tabloid founder Gene Franco called the remnants of a counterculture that had opted for psychedelic mysticism and assises. Tabloid inherited a distrust of the academy, a yearning for community or collective, and a preference for the margins. We wanted to engage in critical debate, but playfully. We wanted to be independent of the academy, but without leaving it. Interference Archive's Lonnie Hanna and Vera Ordaz sat down with five members of the Tabloid Collective on June 2nd, 2015. Joining late was Ed Cohen. about Stanford, but Stanford is a very white university. The center of the university is called White Plaza, and everybody wears white shorts and white socks, right? And so there's nothing that's like uh, down-to-earth down there, right? And it sort of produces a reaction in you. My name is Jean Franco. I was at Stanford. I'm Mary Louise Pratt. I teach at NYU in the Department of Social and Cultural Analysis in the Department of Spanish and Portuguese, where I work on Latin America. I taught at Stanford also, where the, at the time the Tabloid Collective was forming, and I joined the magazine a couple, I think, a year in. My name is Dana Poland. I'm a professor of cinema studies at New York University. I uh, was a graduate student at Stanford. I'm Maria Damon. I was a graduate student at Stanford in Modern Thought and Literature in the 80s. I currently chair and professor in the Department of Humanities and Media Studies at Pratt Institute. I was an assistant professor um, in the first years of my career. Jean was a famous superstar Latin Americanist <laughs> who'd been brought to Stanford from uh, Essex to chair the Spanish department. And Dana and Maria were graduate students in modern thought and literature. Yeah, yeah I was and a so, very young incoming graduate student in 1981. But the graduate students were where it was. Tabloid is a magazine, it was called a review of mass culture and everyday life. It was published by a collective at Stanford between 1980 and 1984. There were nine issues and they were distributed kind of pretty nationally. Each issue had a position paper written collectively by the, the Tabloid Collective trying to sort through theorizations of mass culture and uh, what was happening during the militarization and a whole set of issues because it was the early Reagan years and Reagan Thatcher years and then of course the explosion of mass culture.
one very clear direct influence on tabloid was Jump Cut. And I think there was several things. It was, again, attending to a form of mass culture, in their case, cinema. It was this idea of the local, virtually self-published journal. One of the inspirations was a journal that would almost make the argument visually that there'd be a lot of things from mass culture, and Jump Cut had some of that. I, I was on the Jump Cut Collective also. Uh, we actually, I think, drove up to Berkeley before we started Tabloid we and mm -hmm. talked to John about what it means to edit a journal, how mm -hmm. you do it. You know, so it was influence of Jump Cut, sort of post-60s, trying to bring theory into political activism. It was French theory at Stanford. And then, I mean, another influence was modern thought literature. Well, modern thought and literature became the place where cultural studies That's entered right. yeah. the university. And I mean, the term cultural studies was not a term, I don't think, in 1980, right? Or in the late 70s, yeah. it was happening. Uh -huh. We were part of it, that right. happening that became yeah. cultural studies. Uh, I actually came to modern thought and literature because it, I had an interest in um, writing poetry, and it was one of the few programs that explicitly ah. said you could combine scholarship with uh, imaginative writing. But of course, when I got there, I found that it was a hotbed of cultural studies, which was fabulous because I also wanted to work on sort of demotic poetry and poetry by people who had no standing in the world. And uh, I did encounter a lot of resistance to that in the English department. Stanford was conservative. I think academia yes. in many ways had been conservative. You know, there, every so often there'd be a weird case where someone would go outside their discipline. But, you know, there was a lot of being bound to disciplines. The 70s and 80s, I think anywhere in the American university were also the moment of theory, and theory often attending to new phenomenon, you know, the semiotics of culture. So some of it was the, a concern with studying popular culture not necessarily affirming it, and it's interesting, the first editorial is something like on and against mass mm -hmm. culture, but at least saying we have to analyze it and take it seriously. Uh -huh. You know, so for us, there was something about the visuality was part of the argument. Uh -huh. like, let's assemble all of mass culture. Uh -huh. But it was really, the, the, the mode of production is really important. We got these books, so there were images that were just out there in the available. And, and collages. You, and so we would make collages with yeah, those, yeah. With those images. Copyright. Yeah, so that was the way to go. So we would be cutting, we were all a lot, when we were laying out the magazine, we'd be sitting there these books, cutting things out and waxing things and making collages. <laughs> it was crazy. If you're all cutting images, what was the decision making process? Totally organic and intuitive, and whoever happened was, to be there got the last there, word. Yeah. It was pre word processor. Right. Yeah. It was pre computer. Absolutely. And I remember <laughs> it, was, it was the at the very end, in the mid 80s. I remember Peter Gibeon using the word desktop publishing in a meeting saying there's a new thing that's being invented. They call it desktop publishing. And we were like, wow, what is that? <laughs> Each text that was submitted to us, at once it was edited and accepted and everything, then it had to be typed on a Selectric typewriter, the ones with the little ball that went around, and we had to type it onto this special lead-based paper. So you were typing, so you had to, you know, you had to correct mistakes all the time, and there was margins and font, <laughs> and then everything had to be cut out. Oh, God. And on we would have box. these marathons. <laughs> 
assembling the magazine, and it would take us a week of day and night working every minute everybody had free. Each page had to be laid out by hand, and we had a waxer. Oh, and that's you put right, the wax. Warm wax on the back of the yeah. thing, then you stick it onto the page and get it aligned correctly, and then you have to put in illustrations and <laughs> black lines and make headlines. Well, I actually, I had some of that knowledge because I had worked on the, the newspaper at the University of Toronto, and I'd been on the production staff. And then once it was what? all laid out, We'd send it to a printer, right? We mm -hmm. had a printer guy in San Francisco, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. Probably says so, right? No, uh, I didn't see it in oh, the entrance. Uh, it was a very nice guy, and he would print it up, and it would cost, pinnets. I don't know, a few hundred dollars or yeah, something. Yeah, it was not expensive. And then, but then we had to work hard to get mass postage, oh, uh, God, I bulk postage permit. Uh -huh. yes. This was a huge achievement. And that let us mail it for very little. But Remember we took over the subscription list of Paul Buell's right, uh, magazine? Uh, cultural correspondence. Cultural correspondence. So when that folded, Paul Buell contacted <clears throat> us. He, he said, I want to offer my subscribers that they can finish their subscription with tabloid if they want, or else I can give them their money back. So we got a bunch yeah. of subscribers from cultural correspondence. Did, That's yeah. right. Was there a collective process for choosing topics like shopping malls and jazzercise? I think it was pretty free, I mean freelance in the sense that people followed their own interests, right? But, and those interests were pretty varied. We read, we had a reading that we all would have yeah. done and we discussed it yeah. and then we would talk about slowly develop, we would be developing the, the position paper for the next issue, right? And right. so a lot of time went into that and, and, and people would draft different pieces. And what we were really committed, I remember at least for me, feeling very committed to the collective writing process. I remember realizing that we had gotten really quite good at, at collectively writing, that we would, people would contribute different pieces and then we'd edit it so that it flowed and, and mm -hmm. uh, that was to me one of the things that we learned how to do in the group that you don't learn in graduate school or you mm -hmm. didn't you know ah. and, and again that was without text editors so you know you, you, you write and then you have someone else has to put it and you know, mary typed it yeah, you, can't just cut, you, just, you can't just directly cut and paste right did you fund the first issues yeah okay. Gene well, funded fun, everything. A fund. I mean, you know, no. it was not. It was like peanuts. I mean, it was still. It's a. It wasn't. It was like a millionaire. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't even remember what happened. Well, you went to a racetrack or something. I went to the racetrack. Yeah, that was very important. Yeah. I mean, horse racing funded one of one of the issues anyway. At yeah. least, oh, more than one, I I think. More than one. Because I remember okay. you. Like we should we should we should actually do an issue. With thanks to the horse racing, the community. particular horses. <laughs> because Jean used to take species for several years and for the years I was on tabloid, Jean would take her income tax refund check and go to the track and bet on horses, and whatever <laughs> money she made funded tabloid. I'm yeah. still struck by practical questions, and my memory—I don't—it's not here that it's my memory's bad. I just literally. Don't think I have, you know, it's not like a fuzzy memory. It's just I have no memory of the practical things like 
we decided to do, I, I don't remember how we decided to do the magazine, <laughs> how we came up with tabloid as the main word, how we found a, a printer, Ooh. how we, you know, learned any of that. That, that stuff for me is, is a total mystery. <laughs> no, no, I I mean, I just don't remember that. Yeah. I think the minute we came up with where someone said tabloid, it, well, we said we, that's it, but yeah. how we got there, I don't no, know. No, yeah, we just... I think we just muddled along. Just you know, brainstorm, really. a lot of brainstorm. Yeah, we muddled along, but we came out okay. I mean, we, you know, partly it was like anything with, you know, now we're all faculty. It's like, <clears throat> you know, anything with graduate students. I mean, it's like we rotate out, you yeah, know. It's like we needed people, more faculty, you know, and it was just sort of... And people um, were just at the beginning of their careers. I'll tell you what, what, when I hear you saying, you're reading it now and finding it interesting. <laughs> I am, it's very gratifying, but if you, I would have never predicted that. I would have no idea now how someone would, what someone would see when they see that and read that now. I wouldn't be able to predict how, yeah, so it's, it's interesting to, I mean, it would be, for me, it would be absolutely fascinating to have some, a bunch of people your generation yeah. Read it and then talk right. about it. Right, critique you know. it. Yeah. Because I would have thought that it would it would be it would read now as 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 very kind of old out of date. Um, yeah. Not necessarily. Old, you know? No. And uh, I think that's the surprising thing about it is it, is it doesn't. Tamloid was always fun. Yeah. Yeah. Tamloid was always fun. There were lots of periods in Stanford when it wasn't fun, <laughs> but not in tabloid. Yeah. Oh, write an article, a tabloid-style article. Right now, what would you do it on, Jean? I would do it on high heels. <laughs> 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 what does it mean to each of you to have been a part of tabloid? I'm suffused what? with ineffable yeah, pride. <laughs> Did you write that? I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> they asked her. They asked her.